All right, as we enter the new year, a topic that is foremost on the minds of agency owners is recession. Are we entering a recession? And if so, what should I do about it? If that is you, you're in the right place. This is our third part in our series, the Creative Agency Survival Guide Recession Edition. Today, we are going to talk about expenses, how to manage expenses, and ultimately the capstone to everything we're talking about, which is how do we create a good plan for when uh, the inevitable may occur. All right, so let's get into expenses to start. Obviously, re revenue is only one half of the cash flow equation. That's what we've been talking about today. Today, we're talking about expenses. Good news about expenses is a lot easier to cut expenses than it is to produce more revenue. So why don't we briefly hit a couple of key areas of expenses that you might consider as we're entering a recession. Meredith, what's the first one? Yeah, so any unnecessary expenses. So if you remember from previous episodes, um, we discussed the nice-to-haves and the have-to-haves. Well, the door swings both ways, and now it's your turn to ask that question. So we recommend printing out your GL detail. Um, if you're a client of ours, we can help you with this. Go line by line. What are products and services that you can live without? Which ones did you sign up for and just forget about? It's on that auto pay, and it's like, eh, I'm not really using this. Um, are there arrangements where you can kind of dial back that scope? Um, for most, these aren't binary decisions. Your answers are going to vary based on the situation. Our advice is to score each of these expenses by priority and then um, map them out on a scenario planning model. So if cash flow falls below X, we do A. If it falls below Y, we do B. Awesome. Okay, cool. Awesome. Okay, next area, long-term ex long expenses. So look, in a period of uncertainty what we're really shooting for is flexibility like you need room to maneuver you want that like unrestricted ability to reduce as many of your costs as necessary sort of at the flip of a switch right so the deal is long-term agreements generally speaking make this very difficult they're sort of inherently not flexible so to the extent you've got any long-term expenses that are approaching renewal i would rethink those and consider do I, uh, you know, consider ways to add some flexibility? It might not be, it may be not to renew it at all, and it may be to negotiate for some additional flexibility or shorter-term agreements. Um, and and if you do feel like you have to renew that, again, be prepared to ask for some concessions. They should expect that coming, and I suspect they're going to be willing. Okay, yeah. last area. The next one is excess capacity. So it's kind of a good news, bad news situation. More bad news, worse news situation. Um, the bad news is it represents a waste of money. So most studios and agencies should target between 75 to 80% utilization. And anything less than that is just unnecessary drain on profit. And in a recession, we just simply cannot afford to pay service people to not perform services. So the good news, I guess, is it's pretty easy. <laughs> it's pretty easy, but... Um, solution but a very unpleasant one so it's reduced headcount yeah and that's going to be an answer in a lot of these uh, situations I mean, ultimately the majority of the cost in any service business is people and so that's your primary lever uh for better or for worse okay all right so I, you know again the culmination of all of this is around okay here's some information that we've gathered what do we do about it and that's where planning becomes the primary focus right ultimately mm -hmm. if we find ourselves in a recession and there's certainly no guarantee that we do but if we find ourselves in a recession and we are approaching a bad or a really bad case, you can, you can guarantee that emotions will be running very high, anxiety will be very high, and the, you know, the, 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 the logical or the clear answer will become clouded by that anxiety and emotion. And so 
the goal here is while we are in a position, assuming that we are, while we're in a position to think clearly and coherently, let's create a plan. So when the sort of proverbial shit hits the fan, we do not have to think through what are the solutions. We just pull that plan right out of the desk and we just walk through the things that our sort of former clear-headed self decided for us. So with regard yeah. to the planning press process, it's kind of like a two-step. The first is gather the necessary information. And then the second is figure out what we want to do with that. So Meredith, why yep. don't you kick us off with some of the information we want to gather? Yeah, so you need to understand your clients' budgets and understand a feedback loop. So first, how are your clients thinking about the next year? Um, you need to understand that before you can think, how, how should we be thinking about this next year? This is mission critical for agencies with concentration risk, but it's important for everyone. So take time over the next couple of months, over the next quarter, book some meetings with your client. Use it both as an opportunity to get feedback and for planning. They may not have the answers yet, but you can get a sense of like where the wind is blowing. Um, the opportunity to secure you know, upfront dollars, obviously take it if it's there. Um, but the main priority is just assessing the risk. So if you, all of your revenue is coming from, you know, a logo um, each year, then do your best to get that macro data as much of it as possible. The more information, the better. Google alerts. And then once you, why not? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm all over it, right? Like their success is your success. So I'm dialed in. Yeah. So then once you've got that like upfront information on hand, the next step is creating that feedback loop. Um, how are your projects going? How is their business? How are their business priorities changing? Um, have new risk or opportunities emerge. So what we recommend is create a summary dashboard of all of your active clients and review it with your team monthly and ask the, the following questions. Are you making money on this client? Are they making money? And are they happy with you? And then use that information to score your clients based on risk. And if anyone represents a lot of risk and a lot of profit, give them the white glove treatment immediately. Totally. Okay. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, okay. So then the final step for all this, now that you've got, you know, all of the information at hand in terms of determining like, where am I, and you've got a process for creating a feedback loop and updating that information in real time. The final step is creating a scenario model, right? Ultimately what the, the, the plan for what am I going to do if X, Y, or Z occurs, right? So the first step in this is to have a really honest, frank discussion with the partners or ownership of your agency and decide what is an acceptable outcome for us. In other words, you might decide, look, we're an agency that does 20% profit and that's all I'm willing. I, I'm not willing to go any lower than that. So if the economy starts to decline, then we're going to make whatever changes we need to, to preserve that 20% margin. That might be a point of view. Your point of view might be, no, you know what, honestly, if things are going poorly, as long as we're not losing money, we're satisfied, right? So our, our sort of acceptable low watermark is break even. And other agencies might have more flexibility than that or might require more. They might be in, a, in a, an area where the labor is incredibly tight, hard to find, and so would be willing to run at a temporary loss to retain staff uh, that's hard to recruit through some period of time uh, until the sort of economy rebounds or their clients rebound. So regardless of where you are, there's no judgment here. It doesn't matter. No right answer, but you got to decide like, what are we playing for? What is acceptable? Yeah. Once we figured out what is acceptable, then we've got to ask ourselves, what's the base case for this year? What's the bad case? And what's the really bad case? What's the terrible case? And again, that's going to vary for everybody. For some agencies that are growing at a, you know, a very dramatic clip, 
the the really bad case might just be flat, right? No growth this year. But certainly for other agencies, the really bad case could be, you know, a very precipitous decline, 50% or more of loss of revenue. You're going to have to make that decision based on your own risk factors, but lay those out. What are the, what's the base, the bad, and the really bad case? Um, and then the next question is, okay, in each of these situations, what are the levers at our disposal? What are the things we can do if one or more of these scenarios present themselves? So distributions to partners might be one of those areas. That's maybe one of the easier early levers. Do you have other sources of cash? Is that a lever where I can go out and get debt or I can take additional uh, equity investments or I have some personal wealth that I can and would be willing to tap into uh, out-of-pocket costs, right? So back to our expenses uh, conversation, are there you know fixed expenses that are short or not uh, contractual and in, in, in their relationship and or in their nature and I can cut those uh, and then of course headcount right that's certainly a lever and so now that I've got like what's the base bad and really bad case and what are the potential levers I can pull we want to build a model based on each scenario what levers and to what extent do I need to pull those levers to achieve Whatever the acceptable outcome I set, break even, 20% profit, whatever it is, right? So I'm putting all those pieces together. And the thing to really hammer home here is be specific. So what I do not recommend in a scenario model is in the bad case, we're going to reduce expenses by $25,000 a month, or we're going to get additional $100,000 of cash. What I'm suggesting is if you have to reduce $25,000 expenses, what are they? If they are individuals, what are their names? Because again, it will not get easier to make these decisions when things get bad. So make them now. They can be roles, they can be people, but you've gotta be incredibly specific. I know we're having a lot of these conversations currently with our, with our clients. Um, and if you haven't started this exercise, I would certainly recommend it. Yep, cool. not, not, super, not super fun, but uh, nope. very necessary. But I can tell you the sleep at night factor will be worth it. Once you have that plan, you know it exists and you don't have to deal with it today, put it in the desk drawer, you're gonna feel a lot better. Okay, well, that's our episode. So if you like what you heard, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. You can check us out at upsourceaccounting.com. Um, and uh, that's all for now.